0: Welcome, welcome, welcome again. It's homebizstartup.tv and go over and subscribe at homebizstartup.tv and you can also get information on each of our shows, our video casts, as well as you can uh, participate in our Build Your Business in 52 Weeks um, trainings. So you'll be able to do that by listening to what's coming up now. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Jane Gardner and welcome to Implement Club. After a few hiccups, we're here again for build your business 52 week free training. So welcome and I'm Jane Gardner as I mentioned and Today we're going to be talking about um, being an educator and so this is week 21 and we have been looking at various principles to use in order to implement get into action and grow your business so let's um get started um first off i guess i should tell you who i am where's my bio i like to call this my bio it's um pictures of me i live in western canada i'm an artist i work with my husband in a structural engineering firm and we like to travel when we can and I love animals and I have two dogs and two cats and a few websites so you know that I am busy working so (laughs) let's talk about building your business Uh, we're going to be doing this for 52 weeks this is week 21 And It's implement get into action and grow and I'll tell you later where you can go and get the free trainings and go through the other weeks that I've done But today, it's all about positioning yourself as an educator So we have 15 principles and the first one I call your core principles or your core values Um, You need to develop your entrepreneurial mindset develop your brand as you go along Position yourself as an educator, do a weekly workshop, build a product snowball, develop a strategic marketing framework, create a content factory, build a massive network, become a mogul, get into production mode, build a learning center, create an online community, raise and build an affiliate army, and you will grow, and you will be able to Um, have more freedom in your business if you get systems in place. So we've gone through the 15 principles already once and this is the second time around and we're down to positioning yourself as an educator. So let's get started. I'm going to be talking about something you may have not thought about before but when I say position yourself as an educator by doing a weekly workshop Um, being visible on the internet, even if you're in front of or behind the camera uh, doing presentations, uh, you will be seen as visible. Um, You'll be seen as an expert. You'll be seen as an authority. You'll be seen. So one of the principles of growing your audience is to be seen, obviously, and so people can get to know, like, and like, and trust you so today we're going to be talking about standing out from your competition when you position yourself as an educator as well as a couple of other topics which all are interrelated so what do you do about your competition well you know there's lots of ideas on the internet that are similar to yours and they're going to be but you're going to be doing yours from your unique perspective and your unique personality and someone else will talk about things uh, differently from you. So you want to make sure that when someone uh, Googles or someone starts to look at that unique perspective that you've written and published about, and we talked about that in Media Mogul, you they need to find you. So what you need to do is focus on different aspect of it which is going to be about competition and you're going to establish you okay you're going to establish yourself in the marketplace in your niche and your sub niche with educational routines i'll get into those in a minute and what happens is um, if you're an information marketer or whatever you're doing when your competition announces what they are about to do it can be a little intimidating right now for example 2023 in the summer the hot topic is artificial intelligence. Everybody's talking about artificial intelligence but you're not for example or maybe you're one of the artificial intelligence experts but you have to stand out from everybody else. You either don't talk about artificial intelligence or you have a position for or against it for example. So you're going to have to stand out from everyone else and I think we talked about that when we talked about um, developing your brand. So you've got to kind of, you've got to readjust and ignore a lot of your competition, but at the same time you need to study your competition to make sure that you're differentiating yourself from your competition. And I mentioned that in developing your brand. And one of the things that will keep you from doing what everyone else is doing and following the crowd is to establish some educational routines. So we're going to be talking about education routines and particularly if you're trying to position yourself as an educator in the market and it's more of a psychological thing than anything else. If you don't have these educational routines in place where you're making your statement to the market it can be demoralizing to watch your competition uh, do other things um, maybe in having success with it, and you're feeling like you are got to react to that. So you may be feeling uh, right now at this time that you need to develop an, a, an artificial intelligence um, course or something, but you have to get um, uh, get strong and make sure you don't react to what's happening at the time. See, sometimes um, you won't be matching what other people are doing, and you don't want to release what it is that you have to do. Maybe you have something you're going to launch, and it has nothing to do with artificial intelligence at this moment. Then you have to be strong and realize that you are unique, and what you want to do is different from everyone else. And so, those people who find you will, are that are different, find that you are different, will be attracted to you, and of course, um, follow along. What you're doing is, you don't want to be demoralized by what your competition is doing, and there's really nothing you can do about what they're doing. If you didn't try to match what they were doing, if you developed your own AI, something you're doing. You can't move your market. You shouldn't be moving your market position. You shouldn't be moving your activity based on what someone else is doing. What can be intimidating about information marketing is what your competition announces and or says they're about to do. Right now as I mentioned artificial intelligence is very hot And there's a lot of people developing uh, products based on that but if that wasn't part of your plan you have to be strong because if it's you can't um, or be demoralized knowing that you're not in a hot market but you're in a market that you know is strong so there's nothing you can say or do about what your competition is doing because you can't compete with your competition you have to be Um, different from your competition. So some people call this a red sea versus a blue sea market where a red sea is filled with all competitors and they're fighting over the same resources whereas a blue sea um, you're going out on your own and doing something different so there's no competition or less competition because they haven't developed what you have. So you have to remember that you're um, unique and it's questionable as to whether or not they're really your competition anyway. One of the things you can do for yourself in the market is to establish a routine as an educator in your market or niche. So just think about right now if how many people you know get on uh, the internet on a regular basis on a daily, weekly, or monthly uh, workshop and educate now I think you and I both know we could probably put them on 10 fingers there aren't that many people out there so you could compete easily if you established yourself an education routine so you have to give yourself permission to do what you want to do and be unique right So you need to, when you establish what you bring to the market, you don't need anyone's permission for this. You don't need anyone saying, oh, this is not appropriate, or yes, that sounds good, you know, go with it. And in many cases, if you want someone to partner with you, will want to already have something of your own started. What is important is that, that this runs independent of anyone else's schedule. You change your offerings based on what the market allows you to do, you will probably not do it. So don't go chasing after artificial intelligence unless it's part of what you're already doing. For example, even if you have to adjust to have partners, you want to establish your own offerings and then do other, do others to bring partners on board. So as I mentioned before, we discussed the idea of developing a massive network. And this massive network of people who partner with you will, of course, help you to grow your audience. But of course, these people have different products from you, have different launches from you. And what you cannot do is decide, okay, I do my workshop every Monday but you want me to do a launch on Monday and do a workshop with you I'm sorry but you'll have to find a different time for that maybe an hour before when I do my workshop or an hour after or another day because you need to always be consistent in what you're doing and your weekly workshops so I'm doing this workshop right now even though Everybody's busy, and there may not be anybody here. But I'm creating content. In short, you must give yourself permission to provide value to the market. Remember, you know, you know, you have value. You know, you have value to share. You know, you have value, and that you, as your, as you, as you per, have value as well, and that. <laughs> what you're sharing is important and so you have to realize don't follow the market uh, don't follow the uh, competitors don't follow them whatever the trends are just remember that you have value um, you've done your research you know who your audience is you know they need what you have you know that you who these people are and how you can fulfill their um, Need for products or services, and do not get swayed and go off and develop another thing just because it's trending. So, your educational offerings need to be um, things that you want to bring to the market. So, you know, you can create something new you can create something um, based on something old as long as it's something that the market wants so <clears throat> sometimes you, you're just trying to inspire people and sometimes you might want to be entertaining you note know, when the word education is used it can mean inspiration and edu- entertainment also so you could be actually um, Doing an interviews with others to learn about their business. You could be entertaining. Um, You could do a podcast. You could do a free workshop, obviously. So you're teaching something or you are giving somebody something. But again, about 30 minutes every week is about the limit. You should be doing something free for the marketplace for about 30 minutes. Okay. And of course, if you decide you want to be... An entertainer and you want to be a singer um, and do that then you should be ta- singing talking about singing for 30 minutes um, but you see should be something right where you know whether now you're telling stories or so whatever the case is you're bringing your people something on a weekly basis that they can get for absolutely free so that you can establish yourself as a person of value in your marketplace and this is where you're going to teach somebody how to best use what it is that you are selling. So basically, when you're educating, you're teaching people how to be a better customer. And so you're going to give them all of the information they need in order to use what you sell, whatever it is. You're going to give them everything. They need to enjoy what you're giving them, whatever that is. And so you do it on a weekly basis. So how can people get enjoyment from what you do? Um, So if you're selling them on a regular basis, weekly basis or monthly, it doesn't really matter. But if you're getting started and you're trying to figure out, well, how often should I be giving away 30 minutes to time? Until you really establish your own routine, you should also be bringing some kind of regular content. So maybe a weekly weekly blog post or a podcast. So you need to be able this is where you teach someone how to best use what it is you're selling or you're going to sell, and then of course you do a demo of what you want to sell, then of course people will be more interested in what you have to sell. You need to bring some kind of content update using a blog, podcast, or video channel. Be careful not to create too much exclusive content for social media. Always create it's better to repurpose even if you throttle your posts for putting it elsewhere always create a home base or home basis for your web content so obviously have a website where your content is so that it's easier for people to find including your weekly workshop or promoting your weekly workshop you need to bring some kind of monetizable offering to the market on a regular basis This is whether or not you get big numbers or JV partners or not when you're just getting started. What is important is that you're establishing yourself as a person of value in the marketplace. The frequency of launch doesn't matter, but the consistency does. Don't spread them out too far. Be aggressive and push yourself to finish projects for a release. This will force and focus your attention away from being seen to getting your offering seen. So what is the routine that matters? The routine that matters isn't your production routine. It isn't um, posting to social media. If you focus on your production routine, it's likely you will not focus on what's right and best for your customer. What matters is what the customer sees. For example, how you produce a weekly podcast is less important than the fact that you're focused on your customer hearing from you at the same time every week. If you focus on the latter, your personal production routine will adjust and you will always be making sure and scheduling so that you have your podcast on a certain day in your schedule. Also, you will say yes to some things and no to things that are good, but not necessarily for you to say yes to right now. As you start getting into the routine, more people will see you and they may ask if you are interested in partnering with them. So you just have to remember what your focus is, and is there a publishing schedule or calendar for your routine of workshops? You've probably heard quite a bit about having a blogging or publishing calendar. This is good, but only part of the answer. You need to focus in order of monetization. What will you get traffic for your buyers? What will get you traffic for buyers? What will get you more revenue? So where is the place that it's easiest to get traffic to come to your weekly workshop? What will put you in front of the right partners? You need to routinely based on education for monetization not education for education's sake. So where does email fall in your priority? Well, of course, your top priority is to grow and engage your email subscribers. You must do this on a regular basis. When you write, you need to make sure you still establish yourself as a solid educator. Email comes higher in priority, even if you don't have leads in the numbers that you want. The habit of writing on a daily basis to engage, sell, and build relationships happens with each email you write. You should be trying different formats and different levels of content and then doing a review um, how your email list responds. And so where does social media fall in your positioning yourself as an educator? Well, social media comes after your education production. The reason is you want to have something to share that's unique, helpful, interesting, branded your way, unique to you. So if you don't, you will be basing your interaction on personality, on who you are. That said, there's plenty of traffic for your offerings especially on YouTube which is in between social media and content. But the attention on social is very fragmented. You need to balance the time spent there with coming up with your best ideas. You, social media causes you to react and this is what educators don't do. So I think you can say, um, just from being on social media, that when you see something in the feed you like to respond to, you might even write um, a a comment. You're spending time, which is best served, making some of your products, planning your products, planning your workshop. You have to be very, um, very, strict about the time you spend on social media. Positioning yourself as an educator with your teens puts you in control, even when you're looking for partners, customers, or collaborators. So remember that when you think of going on Facebook every day. So in conclusion, uh, if you position yourself as an educator, you need to be able to recognize um, who your competition is, recognize that you are not competing with your competition you're going to be unique and stand out from your competition so you're going to be doing something different. So you have to think about how you're going to develop your brand, um, develop your weekly workshops such that they're unique from what other people are doing. And of course, you've got to establish educational routines. You've got to make sure that if we are going to have a weekly workshop, you show up every week consistently so that people expect you to be there at that time. And you don't need to get permission from other people for your ideas. Uh, You are unique and you've done your research and you know what your market wants. So just go for it and you've got to consider what the educational offerings will be and how often you will do them the routines that you're going to be doing and publishing calendars so that you can schedule what you're doing in your workshops as well as you have to remember that the priority for you is email you have a list of potential customers uh, who will be interested in what you do you need to have make email a pri- priority and make sure that social media is less important to you and that you minimize the time you spend on social media to just doing what you need to do later to send out information about your w- workshops etc so these are some of the things that you need to think about when you're developing your weekly workshop and being positioning yourself as an educator so next week we'll be talking about um the weekly workshop um and then building a product snowball is after that and all of these things work together to build your brand to position yourself as an educator and you'll be doing a weekly workshop um so you'll have basically your values your mindset your brand and you're positioning as an educator to actually do things like a weekly workshop, a build product snowmall, um, do some strategic marketing, create a content factory, and build a massive network. These are all actions and become a media mogul, specialize in one media to build your community and build and grow your audience. So if you want to join for free trainings, you can go to http backslash backslash jgtips.com backslash byb free and you can sign up for my list where you will get access to the free uh, course where all these trainings are as well as a few workshop uh, worksheets that I'm developing and putting in there because after 52 weeks, I'm probably going to make this a paid program. So it's a good time to get in because you can uh, go into my uh, Facebook group and and ask questions Uh, just a second while I mention, of course, that it's not Product Snowball next week. It's weekly workshop. I was going to fix that. (laughs) So, yes, here's my uh, Facebook group um is facebook.com backslash groups backslash implement club and you can go in there and ask questions and maybe to, um give me s- some ideas on what you'd see what you'd like to see on how to position yourself as an educator um in terms of the actual how to um doing that and that would be doing something like I'm doing Sorry, I should get on camera. So it would be something like what I'm doing. Um, position yourself. As an, and now I know you don't, may not want to get on camera. And you may not want as complex of a studio as this. But I would suggest um, going to... Well, actually, I should have set that up. See? Uh, what's it called? Um, I do have a book called Seven Steps to Producing Your First Show. I hope that it's at JGtips.com backslash 7 steps. I will put the link in the course uh, as well as maybe just have the book there to download. And it shows you how to put together a studio and maybe have a show like this um, in um, a book uh, format so that you can review it. And that will be actually a good one for my weekly workshop. But I could also put it in positioning yourself as an educator. Although, of course, it should be more about um, what you're going to uh, teach, I guess, in in this one. So I'll have to think about this one. So thank you for listening. Uh, This is Jane Gardner. And go and implement some of this stuff. Get on my list. I'll give you the link to get in the course and go through the 21 weeks. I should get this one up by next tomorrow. And, um, yeah, take action. doing